got to talk. Fights, fights, fights. Let's do it. It's man, we haven't even talked about Sugar Sean O'Malley. I know your boy, right? We Sugar uh, Show. He's uh, he has arrived and uh, and put himself on the map. I we just came off a uh, and I don't remember the the proper name for the but essentially the Mexican version of Canada Day or the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. They just had uh, a special night there, uh, a UFC fight night. Uh, and and a Mexican fighter Grasso versus Shevchenko, like a Grasso for the championship uh, that uh, that Grasso just took from Shevchenko the last time out. And Shevchenko is one of my favorite fighters. Love mm-hmm. watching what she does. And to me, when Nunez stepped away, I thought, okay, like this is Shevchenko's world now. And uh, but she was coming off a loss, and so they have a fight on Saturday night. It ends up being a draw thanks to a very weird 10-8 from one of the judges that left it as a draw. I I didn't get a chance to watch the fight. I was beat. I I went to bed long before it it made air. But where are we standing at this point for you? Uh, We're going to touch in a few minutes, actually, uh, your buddy. I know you know uh, Aaron Bronstadter pretty well. He put together a list for TSN of the top 10 women's Mm. fighters of all time in the UFC. We'll talk about that in a minute. But where are we now, in your opinion, in the world of of the UFC on the the women's side of things, because Shevchenko lost her title, hasn't gained it back here. Uh, Nunez has stepped away. There's some weird off the wall talk that that uh, maybe Ronda Rousey wants to come back, mm. but they've lost some some names. Not lost like Shevchenko's still here, but the shines off her a little bit. Where's the UFC at right now, in your opinion, on the women's side of things? Are, are they in a good? Are they in good shape, or are we sort of in a weird transition area here? Uh, good shape, I think, absolutely. And especially in this flyweight division. Um, I, I like – it's tough because we're just seeing, I think, maybe some of the, the torch getting passed here um, Yeah, for Valentina Shevchenko. And, uh, you know, fighters don't normally get to have the chance to do what Amanda Nunes did. She walked out on top after beating up Julia, Juliana Pena. She cleaned out two divisions said, fuck it, I'm going home. Yeah, like, and, I'm better she, than everybody. Yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, she's married with her wife. She has a, you know, they had a, a young new kid. It's like, you know, she's been beating people up for years. Yeah. She, you know, if it wasn't for Ronda Rousey to put women's fighting on the map, you know, I think that, you know, she is that person that did that. Like, you know, we're not talking about Amanda Nunes as one of the best female fighters. We're talking about her as one of the best UFC mixed martial artists of all time. That's right. She's in that, she's in that conversation where she is amazing. Two time yep. older. Um, um, but you look at what's going on. Shevchenko's been there before where she was right there. She's fought like she's tough. She's a real good fighter. But Alexa Grasso, I did not see the fight either last night, and I've only read little bits about it. Unfortunately, I did not get to see it. But, you know, this is twice now. And I was thinking, you know what, run that back. But I look at it and I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't. Because you got a lot of women fighters right now, especially in the flyweight division, that are upcoming and they're looking for title shots. And this and is it, it right? This is the return fight for Shevchenko that yeah. we just saw. Grasso yeah. beat her. Majority draws suck. Like that's just one hundred percent. And so I, everything but, but Grasso read. just for so I can set the table here for yeah, the yeah. listener. Grasso beats Shevchenko. Shevchenko gets a rematch because she's one of the best champions of all time. So yeah. the next thing we're going to do is give Shevchenko a chance. Shevchenko had her chance and didn't win. This is a draw. You can hate that ten eight call. One of the worst uh, cards from, of all time. Everyone said. Yeah, uh, you know from a, a scorecard. Sorry, scorecard, not right. card card. That's right. But from what is usually considered to be a fairly well-respected uh, judge, but she didn't win. Yeah. You, she got her chance and she didn't win. When you don't finish somebody, when you don't beat somebody and it goes to the judges, their decision stands and you can hate it, but that's the way it goes. So I'm sort of with you on this, that 
I really like Shevchenko, and I, I wouldn't hate it. I would understand if they decided to do a trilogy here and go, well, we didn't really get a winner out of that fight. Well, Grasso beat her once, and Shevchenko gave her uh, gave it a shot to try and take it back. Didn't get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you do move on to something else, man. Well, there's just so much going on right now in this flyweight division, and you know, the first one I'll bring up is Aaron Blanchfield, right? Yeah, yeah. She's been hot. Like, she's absolutely on a tear right now, making her way into that spot. Now she's the second-ranked flyweight division. Like, I don't know if she's... Like, I think she deserves a title shot now. But you, then you look right below her is Manon Firo, mm-hmm. who she's been sick, too. Like, she, like, these two girls have been unreal in the octagon, and they've been on a tear. Yeah, they've on the come up fast. Yeah, and if they're either going to fight each other, I don't think they are. Like, that would be the only option is if they fight each other. (laughs) That would be a two-burst, you know, they're they're right now both sharing the two-position here in the rankings. But, like, if you're going to do that and have them fight each other, the winner fights, okay, I could see it. You give Shevchenko one more chance. Two fights, three. But you look at this whole sense here, Macy Barber, she's at eight. I've been all, like, I love Macy Barber. She's one of my favorite kind of young fighters to watch right now. Mm-hmm. She went through a little bit of a transition, a little bit of an injury, but man, she's been hyping up since she was a teenager. Like she's supposed to be the next kind of whatever, but she, sorry, next like woman's fighter, that's going to be the next big thing. And she went through a tough period, but then now she's been on a stretch where she just looks like a monster in the octagon. Yeah. This division, and you can even keep going down the list, Amanda Rebus, like looks good. Casey O'Neill, right. uh, Canadian shout out, uh, you know, right now the 15th women's uh, the flyweight Jasmine Jasudavicious like Canadian like uh, she looks good yep. you know the 9 and 2 like there's a lot of females here right now that are, are kind of working their way into the rankings so when a lot you, of like, new names as you said we're, new names but just go out there and watch them it's a transition like, period yeah <laughs> you know Grasso like that's the thing when Nunez lost to uh, uh, her fight it was kind of crazy to see it's like oh man like Juliana Pena like who is this yeah. oh well she just beat Amanda Nunez right. and she didn't like she beat her like it wasn't a question oh, yeah. like she yeah. beat her and she got absolutely her clock clean the next fight, and she wanted a rematch because, hey, she lost the belt. Manny Nunes retired, sure. But I look at this as, like, there's a lot of good, and if if, if Ronda Rousey comes back, whatever, I don't really care if she does or not. I, I kind of, I have a problem the with the way she ended. I don't like how she lost twice, then she quit, goes to the WWE, now she wants to come back after a couple of years. It's like... I don't know. I just I, I just don't like that, and I, I'll respect her and uh, you well, know what she's done for women's fighting. But I look at this as like right now, like even Molly McCann, like I didn't even bring her up, but like you know she lost already, but she's in the in these uh, like she's kind of got a little bit of hype around her. Yeah. But Meatball Molly, you know she's she's in this, but she lost already to uh, Aaron Blanchfield early, like got submitted right away, and that kind of put her on the map. And then she's had back to back wins against top five. Like that's what I mean. The the, the this number between. Aaron Blanchfield and Manon, Manon Ferro, like they, they have some big wins against big time opponents here in the UFC. So the women's division right now is crazy. So I don't want to see Grasso versus Shevchenko too. I think that if whoever three. gets, yeah, sorry, three. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the draw, I just look at the majority draw, like you said. Shevchenko had the chance there to do it. Yep. If if there was some conspiracy theory that you I, know I'm a Mexican with... fighter on Mexican Canadian, <laughs> whatever it is, shit, I'm not no. going to buy it either. Yeah. But I, I just to me. You owe a champion like Shevchenko a rematch. She got her rematch and she didn't win. You mm-hmm. get to move on. Like It's not, to me, the stupidest decision in the world to run it back a third time because you don't have a winner. But that's not what I would do. I, I just mm. think you gave Shevchenko, and that doesn't mean Shevchenko never gets another shot, but she's got to maybe go fight Pharaoh or, you know, get another shot at it. I don't think you have to run it back because she's been given as the former champion. She's been given her chance. She didn't get it done. You get to move on. And, and that's a bummer for me. I said, I, I like Shevchenko a lot, but that's the way it goes sometimes, right? It, it, mm. It's a tough business. You got to win. I, I, You know, you mentioned Ronda Rousey there a minute ago. She appeared on 
uh, Aaron Bronstadter's list, as, as probably wouldn't surprise anybody, of the top 10 all-time women fighters in the UFC. Uh, I'm going to give you a second to, to pull that up if you've got it there. Um, but there are some names here, and some that surprised me in the order that they were in, and this isn't just Aaron Bronstadter's opinion. He went around, he asked some fighters, he asked some judges, he asked you know coaches uh, to try and get a consensus on the top 10 women fighters of all time in the UFC. I think the top five is going to be really interesting. We can kind of go through those one uh, at a time, but if you've got it pulled up there, why don't you hit yeah. me with the ten through ten through six here, and then we can kind of kick those around. Yeah, so the list was done by, I think, Robin Black and Aaron Bronstetter, and like you said, getting weighed in, but uh, number 10 was already Alexa Grasso, and right. Alexa Grasso's at 10, Misha Tate's at 9, Holly Holmes at 8, Rose Namajunas is at 7. Doug Rose. Love her. Zhang Wiley is at Your six. girl. There she is. So yeah. let's stop there for a second. Yeah. Uh, are you at all surprised? And maybe maybe we shouldn't be, but like to me, I thought both Misha Tate and Holly Holm possibly could have been a little bit higher because they are legends, right? They are goats. They are early on. Like Misha Tate was Ronda Rousey's main rival early. Now, Ronda usually kicked her ass, so maybe that's why you don't get to be a little higher. But, you know, when you look at that 10 through 6, Ranking, are you comfortable with that? Anything that you would switch around or somebody you'd push out or push higher? Yeah, you see, when I look at it, I look at 10 and Alexa Grasso's at 10. And I'm like, hmm. She's on the come up, right? She's young. For sure. But that this is, the list isn't 10 right now. No, it's 10 all time. 10 greats ranking the top 10 female fighters of all time. I look at this and I'm like. So you don't think she's quite there yet? How, how. Like two wins against Valentina yeah. Shevchenko. Like no offense to Valentina Shevchenko, but That's like fair. I want to see a lot more from Alexa Grasso to put her in there. Like yeah. if she flames out and just never wins again, it's like is she really like I. I think it's too early to put her okay. in that. But I like the Misha Tate being in there. Holly Holm, like two legends. Like you bring up Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, kind of to her demise. Yeah, too, yeah. Right. Like Rose Namajunas. Like I like her being at seven because she has done a lot. Like she's very popular. A little bit of a downslide right now. Things yes. haven't been going her way, but for Thug Rose, like fan favorite and she's been around for a while she's got some great mic moments she's got some crazy knockouts right her leg knock or her leg kick her kicks, to, yeah. to Zheng Wiley but Zheng Wiley like looking that's your good. girl I know you're all yeah. you're a fan she's a six Is always ready for her always ready for the karate uh, yeah. I, I have no problem with her being at six because I think that you know her battles uh, that she's had as well like she's she's fought against Doug Rose a yeah. couple times here but she's just dominated the opponents as well too she's gotten better every time she gets in there like I said when you you learn so much about a fighter and a champion when you lose and how you bounce back mm-hmm. look at Izzy Adesanya gets knocked out loses to uh, loses as well well before that but gets knocked out by <laughs> Perea but yeah. you look at when he moved up and he fought uh, in the light uh, the, yeah yeah Makovic in the uh, in the light heavyweight uh, title fight and he just got beat up but then he came back to the middleweights and he's still undefeated in the middleweights but then he lost to Alex Perea he gets knocked out it's his first time getting knocked out it's his first real L because even when he fought uh, Bukovic it was just kind of a wrestling match where yeah. there was quite obvious that there was a weight distrib- like uh, there, discrepancy there discrepancy there for sure sure it was not good so I like to learn a lot about like Kamara Usman another one losing to Leon Edwards gets knocked out what does he do in his title fight after that doesn't look the same nope. it just it, it can change you shine get, off getting him. knocked out and, and losing and getting humbled when you've been on top for so long is he at Asenia? you know I don't I'm not a huge fan I love how he bounced back and he still got the swag you know ended up losing again Yep. So it's it's interesting, but he bounced back. That's my point. GSP, you look at him in the early in his like his losses to Matt Sarah, and it's like, are you kidding me? But right. then he absolutely just always torched guys after that. So I look at 
Ronda Rousey, when I see her losses and I see them too, I, I, you can make arguments that Holly Holm, right? Like she should be higher. Um, yeah, Holly Holm. Eight is a little low for her, for me, maybe. But I also look at it as like, you know what? Like I, I would maybe only, only have her up over Thug Rose, maybe sw- swap yeah. those two. Yeah. So have her seven, have her eight. I'll, I'll take that as I'd a I'd do that as well. Yeah. Uh, Holm, part of her thing is longevity, right? Yeah. She's been doing it so long. She's not. You know, she's not in the elite anymore, but she's been around a long time, and she is the one who knocked off Ronda, which yeah. was a big deal at the time. So, uh, why don't we move into that top five? Who and, who is? Sorry. So, like I said, and for Zhang Wai to be able to come back from that head, the crazy knockout that she got, yeah. it, like the leg kick right to the head early on against Thug Rose, where you know everyone's talking about, oh man, Thug Rose is back, she's back. Well, what happened? Here came Zhang Wei uh, Li. She came in there, and she's been just dominating that division since then, and it's been awesome to see. So like I said, you learn a lot about uh, that. But then when you get into the top five, yeah. we look at number five is Joanna Jacek, right. which, you know, not bad. I like that. Chris Cyborg I, at I four. I was surprised. I'll be honest. I was surprised yeah. that that she was that high. I, I just – very good, clearly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of names here. I, I, I might have had her more at – eight or nine, more like a Misha Tate kind of area, but you know, very dominant though in the MMA world. Yeah. And just like, that's the thing she's, she's been so good and proven herself so much. Yeah. So I look at her as I don't hate it. I don't think I, it's undeserved. I'm just, you know, is it, they're all so close together, right? In this kind of three through nine kind of, or four through nine kind of mush, right? You yeah. can kind of shuffle some names if you wanted to. So she's a five. Who do we got a four? Uh, four is Cyborg. Which is another okay, because um, five Joanna Jayshack. I think that she she's been in some big time fights, and you go back to her in her fights with Zhang Wiley. But yeah. you know she's she's been very like these are we're getting into warriors now, and I think right. that she's she's proven like her and Cyborg four and five, five and four. I have no problems with them because I think they've done a little bit more than Holly Holm. And I think yes. that they're right there. I think that's fair. Yeah. And then we get into the top, the top three. three. And I think the top three is going to be just about the same for everybody. I don't know about you or me, yeah. but number three, Ronda Rousey. I think her resume says more of it than anything, but what she did for women's fighting, like, you know, when the UFC introduced women fighting, everyone was against it. It was very. Dana you, White said, you will never yeah. see this in the UFC. And never. what happened? It happened. Yeah. And she, she was a star and he essentially bankrolled it and brought it into the U.S. for her to mm-hmm. bring her in yeah. and then built a division around her and she fucked people up for a long time. Yeah. Arm bars. Like, she was the star. And, like, that's the thing. Like, was it? Like, a minute and a half every fight grab an yeah. arm bar and tap somebody out. Yeah, seriously. And, and yeah. that's the thing. Like, she she was a badass. And it bothers me, like I said, when she loses her fights. It, she, like, that's the thing. She got too big too fast. And I think that's it. You look at some of these fighters. Conor McGregor, the same way kind of thing. He got too big too fast. Got right to his head. There was a lot of talk when Ronda lost that she's off doing movies and yeah. off doing Leno yeah. and off She was whatever. not mentally prepared not for that focused. first fight against Holly Holm. Right. Yeah. And... It doesn't go her way, and pretty quick, not long after that at all, she's gone. She's yeah. just out of the sport. And the women's game, you know, we you mentioned earlier on, or maybe I did, I don't remember, that the talk that she might be interested in coming back. Mm. And I don't hate that, if this is what she wants to do. But the women's game has grown so much since yeah. she was gone. There are Because of her. Kill, of yeah. course, yeah, yeah, put it on the map. Like, she is absolutely a legend in the sport who deserves respect for what she got done. But the way it has evolved since she left on the women's side, Mm -hmm. she could get beat up bad. And, you know, she, she went off and, you know, you know me, I'm a bit of a wrestling guy. I enjoyed yeah. her run in WWE. He was kind of fun. Uh, I, and people say it's been mixed too, right? It went yeah, from, it started half, good, then yeah, it sucks. That's, that's, right, like that's it, right. It's been weird, It was right? fun when she first came in. This was a star. This was a killer. They booked yeah. her properly. All that stuff. It was fun. 
I'm not sure. A couple years older, doing the wrestling thing. You come back in, uh, she may get smashed, right? Like yeah. uh, you could, she doesn't get a title fight for a while. Like you, you could run her back against Misha Tate again if you wanted to do you something like that. Get her versus Holly Holm. Sure. Like, like, you know, sure. Let's have a something That's like fine. That. Someone who's not like running a division right now, right? Like yeah. that would be okay. But Ronda deserves no matter what people think of her now, deserves respect for what she did to put it on the map. Absolutely, and that's where I have no issue with her being at three. I, I honestly, if you want, you could put her at two for me, and I wouldn't be that upset about it. I, like I said, My not, girl, you can't do that. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of of, uh, of, of, Number two. of of Ronda Rousey. I'm just not. I, no. I don't. Uh, I think that a lot of what has happened, you look at her and Connor, right? They're responsible, I think, throughout the 2000, like the 2010s of carrying the UFC because the, two, like, the UFC came on so hot in the late... To early like twenty like the twenties, yeah, right, like where you oh, know five oh six oh five oh six oh seven oh eight oh nine, like yeah. you get in there, but then like the ten eleven, it got really greasy and it got really like <laughs> a lot of these. They, they there was not a good turning over of roster right. and, and good stars coming up, but you had Ronda Rousey and you had Conor McGregor, That's right. you had John Jones too, but he again yeah. always kind of uh, up and down. He's here, he's, isn't he's, he? He's, he's here, yeah. but he's are he in the news because he's doing something stupid or is he right. winning in the octagon? But those were the main, you know. UFC fighters that were stars and they were the ones that were responsible for carrying the UFC through those times. Now the UFC has done a great job of bringing a lot more guys in that are like that and guys and girls that are just, it feels like it's so much more natural. Like when you see, you know, Ronda Rousey come in the octagon, like right now, like you said, and she's going to fight one of these young killers. Like she has to be ready because she'll get beat up. (laughs) This is this She's is a different world than she left. That's exactly it. Look at Conor McGregor. He can't even get into no. you know, USADA, uh, you know, drug testing pools right now. You got pictures with him and Ian <laughs> Gary. Saying he's Ian Gary. Fight in December. Yeah, Ian Gary's <laughs> over here, and he's got pictures with Conor, and he's already becoming the next Conor McGregor. And Conor McGregor is still trying to fight. And that's my point. When you look at Ronda Rousey coming back into the UFC, yeah. okay, yeah, you've been away for a long time. Like it's going to be a like there's some killers in this division. Mm-hmm. Like I said, so there's a lot going on. So I have no problem with Ronda being at three or two. I don't. Number two, Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah, so, I, got a, I got a problem there. He, I, I'm not letting you move Ronda ahead of Shevchenko for me. To be I, I, I don't I want to either, but I'll give that respect. I just know that no matter what, we know who number one is. Yeah, and, and that's right. And we talked about Shevchenko a little while ago. She, look, she has been elite, elite, elite. And if she was not fighting in the same universe, the same time frame as Amanda Nunez, you're probably talking about Valentina Shevchenko is the greatest women's fighter of all time. Yeah. But she did fight at the same time as Nunez, and Nunez was a fucking monster. So yeah, Shevchenko doesn't get a sniff of one, but to me, her game is more well-rounded. She doesn't have the same legacy in building it that Ronda Rousey does, but if we're talking about best fighters ever, she belongs, for me, ahead of Ronda. And so I, I like... Shevchenko at two. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. The only thing I like I said, there's a, the one thing when you're we're having this, like I don't like the having the current like current uh, like kind of fighters in. Like I said, Grasso at ten. Oh, I have that problem. Like yeah. Nami Yunus at seven. It's like okay, like is it too early? Is it not? I, I look at it in in kind of those kind of senses. But when I when I'm going around and I see Shevchenko, I don't have an issue with it because she's she's right there and she's been very good. Uh, I know she has had some big time fights. She lost Amanda Nunes already yep. back. Uh, when was that? 17 yeah, yeah it's, been a, it's been a while yeah. so she's fought amanda nunez twice and she's lost both times yep. so she's put herself in that probably number two but that's where i say it, like she just 
for Shevchenko, she's been dominant, but she hasn't been like, you know, we, I don't want to say it's weird because when you're talking about like, she hasn't had those flashy, like crazy, like sexy moments where it's like knockouts and everything like that. Like she's just been dominant, right? Yeah. But this is always the go-to, like neither did GSP. Yeah, exactly. GSP that, was that's exactly it. That's it. But he wasn't. And Shevchenko's not strong on the mic. And, that's right. And, and so very much like GSP. Like it's exactly it, where GSP was not the sexiest fighter. Fantastic fighter. Yeah. But not. Smarter, yes. driven. Yeah. But not highlight real knockouts. Exactly. Not cr- yeah. Not exactly. crazy finishes. Yeah. No. no, you're totally right about that. So when I look at, when I look at Shevchenko, her being two, that's where, like I said, Ronda Rousey had those. She had the crazy knockouts. She had the, the crazy submissions. She had the name. She right. had the movie star. Like she's the, like put women's fighting on the map. I could see her being two well, because of that resume. It's all about what you wanted to be, right? Because yeah. I, I think you're right. Who's more important yeah. to women's MMA? That, and that's Ronda why, Rousey. And is that's more why Ronda's important. up there, right? Yes. We, I think we all know that. Like, yeah. I, I, I She's more at, important. If it wasn't for her doing Shevchenko, that, yeah. But was she a better fighter than Shevchenko? Probably not. No. Probably not. So and, and so it just depends what debate you want to have. Right? Exactly. As long as it's just based on performance, yeah, it's probably shift. And then at number one, of course, Amanda Nunes. Goat, yeah. Just as you said uh, a few minutes ago. Not just the best women's fighter of all time, like someone in the mix for best pound for pound fighter in the world, right? Like always in that top five, just blowing people up. Um, And, you know, just not only has she beaten everybody and cleaned everybody out, she's beaten everybody who's ever held her title, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is an elite Athlete, two and titles, two divisions, two made, titles, two. Like you said, they made a division for her too, basically. Yeah, that's basically going to go away. Yeah, no, there's nobody left, right? Yeah. And so, and that was when she retired, as you said. You know, was starting a family. Uh, you know, I say this; it's going to sound disrespectful. It's not meant. She's getting a little older, right? Mm-hmm. Women's lives are a little different than men's, right? The demands on the body, the things that you might want to do with your your body, are, are are different as a women's athlete than as a men's athlete. But when it was all said and done, she gets to look around both those division divisions and go, why stay? What's left? I've mm-hmm. beaten everyone. And not just beaten everyone, I've smashed everyone. Yeah. Had that one loss late. I've, I forget now, actually. Julianne yeah, Pena. Yeah, you're right. To, to Pena. Good call. Came back and blew her off, right? Yeah. It was sort of, shit, I had a bad day at the office. I'll be back tomorrow to yeah. fix that. And that's it. I got two title belts. I've beaten everyone. There's nobody coming who's going to touch me. Fuck it. I'm going home. And power to her, man. You love to see that shit. And any other champion that does that, like, I would probably have a hard time defending in the, you know, retiring without the rubber match between her and Juliana Pena. Right. Where, like, I get Juliana Pena was pissed and she was yelling at Dana White. And Dana White's like, I got to avoid Juliana Pena right now <laughs> because this isn't good for me. Right. So she- Pena beats Nunez. Lo- wins Nun- the title. Yeah. Nunez comes back, beats her. And so big Pena, time. Yeah. Beat her up. Big beat time. her up back. And Pena goes, well, we're one and one. Like, where's my, and Nunez is like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm going home. I'm going to retire. So I'm with you that it it can be a bad look, but she's already smashed everybody, right? Like it's, yeah. What are you going to do? It's, that's the thing. So, and she just, like you said, just so good, so dominant, so intense. Um, Amanda Nunez has shown that she has just been one of the most dominant forces in the UFC for so long. You see so many of these fighters that come along and it's like John Jones, her, 
you know, there, there's so like John Jones, like I said, I don't, I, I'm not a huge fan, but it's hard to ignore him as being one of the best fighters of all time. I look at GSP, you know, as being one of the best fighters of all time, not the sexiest either, but just always doing it. You know, there's so many of these fighters that come in around, but I love just seeing the way Amanda Nunes has always carried herself. She's been so good for women's fighting. And like you said, you look at so many of these young fighters coming up, they're going to be looking at her and Ronda Rousey being like, look, I, I wanted to fight because of her. Right. So I think Amanda Nunes at number one, that's, that's like an absolute given and the rest they're kind of you could shuffle around in different orders but I think that top 10 like it's good to get the like the Grasso being in there is just like okay cool but I don't know if she's going to be in there but it, like is her is she being in the top 10 because she's only like you're going to get into like you said where you're kind of you're going to pick arguments here and it's like okay she's in she's number 10 because she's what she and this came out before the majority draw like she yes. didn't even she hasn't even beaten Shevchenko twice right she beat her and there's a majority draw that's in here. true you're so right so it's like it's it's kind of a weird spot to be in for her so her one win over Shevchenko puts her at number 10 come on like, I don't know about that one. So who, in your opinion, who's been pushed out by her that you would have had in that spot? It's a good question because yeah. I, I don't know. I like yeah. having her in there as the number 10 spot. That's where my counter argument comes in because maybe she is that girl that is that next person. Yeah. Right? She's on I, the come up. She looks that good. Maybe she does get the nod here. I also look at, so. we've been in the UFC with women's fighting for what? It, it, it hasn't been very long. No. It's barely been what? 15 years. I don't even think yeah, it's been 15 even, years. No. You know, it's barely, I think it's barely even been like 12 years, 13 years. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Like 2013, I think it was. Was it 2013, like, 2012? 2012, something like that. Is yeah. My memory. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to double check that, but I look at it in the sense of like, we're already talking about the greatest fighters of all time and it's only been like, you know, 15 years. Yeah. Like you're going to have lists like that. So That's it's like. a fun list though. It's something. It is. For it, guys like us to debate on a show like this. It's content. <laughs> I look at that, but I yeah. also look at it. It's like, you want to bring hype to these, some of these fighters too, right? So when I see Grasso at 10, I'm like, I think she only gets that because of her win against Shevchenko, who's number two on this list, yeah. but also because she's young, she's upcoming. Like I said, right now, there's a good like a good group of young fighters that are going to be going for that belt, and she could lose it next week, and sure. it could be then taken away by another fighter. Like, there could be, th- like I said, Meatball Molly could come back in, and like, <laughs> like, like I said, Manon Fioro's right there. Yeah. You, like, there's so many fighters right now, and I really like Manon Fioro, mainly because yeah. she's a karate person, but also I think she's really good sitting right there. But like Those I said, karate Aaron, fighters have chance for spectacular finishes you well, like that right? and the soft spots for me because I did karate for 10 years <laughs> okay, in martial arts like so yeah, yeah. I always have a soft spot like I said Zhang Wiley like I like a lot of karate fighters and in general one of my Leota Machida was one of my favorite nice, fighters yeah, like, yeah. always I've always kind of leaned towards karate fighters but just that's my personal bias in general but like I said there's so many of these young women fighters right now that are coming up and they could just like Grasso could be non like in two years from now she could be in like irrelevant like it's oh, just yeah. the way we like. So I look at this list and it's like, so okay, for you, it's just she looks good, but it's probably too soon to have her. Too in that soon, spot. Yeah. but it's also good to have her in there as sure. a hype girl, kind of as like, yeah, we want to represent this, this new chick, era. Yeah. Like yep. that she's going to be good, That's fair. That's and fair. she could make her way into the top five if she just kind of cleans house for the next couple of years, like we see some fighters do, right? Sometimes you think, oh man, there's some big fights, and then a guy like Kamaru Usman comes out of nowhere, and he's like, okay, like, and he goes on a stretch. Though is he Adesanya? Like we see some of these fighters come up out of nowhere, and then they just. They win a championship and they just they hold the title for a while, it's or true. they win a title and then they lose it the next fight. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it could happen. That's that's the fight game. So yep. for Grasso to be there, it's like I can argue she shouldn't be there, but I also like like it because I think she could be someone that can you know if she wins a couple fights, hey, she's gonna have no doubt yeah. proving that she belongs in that list. Yeah, for me, the takeaway from it is well, who would you have? Would you have her in there at ten, or would you take her out for someone else? Because I ultimately, I probably am fine with it, but part of it is because. It's a promo- it's a promotional activity, right? Yeah. We want someone who's he- like Misha Tate, Holly Holm. They're on their way down, right? On the way out, they've been around. They're goats. They're they've been awesome, but 
They're not going to be here much longer. Rousey is gone. She might be back. Nunez is gone. Like you want to point, like there's a reason to still care, right? Like there's, here's someone who's exciting right now, who's young, who might be here for the long term. So I think that's probably why she gets in there. I don't have a huge beef with it, especially when it's at 10. Like for me, four through nine, you could probably mix those however you want. I wouldn't have a huge issue with it. I, I think it has to be Nunez at one. I'm big on Shevchenko at two and Rousey at three because she's not quite on the same level as those, but what she built is worth recognition and, and, and puts her very high. Everybody after that, for me, four through nine, you could probably put them in whatever order you want. I'm probably pretty good with it. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that yeah. one. Yeah. That's it. Not work under these conditions. If anybody wants me, I'll be downstairs at McDougal. Call the weekend guy. I don't care.